I almost declared bankrupt. Okay. Almost. I, almost at okay. 27. What went wrong? I didn't give 100%. After the 3 years it powered up almost 250,000 loss that I need to clear. So I I can't blame them. I can't blame them. I blame myself. So I told some of the supplier to uh, okay, I'm going to close down already my business lah. I said mm-hmm. bear with me ah. Give me some time to repay. So then after this one year mark 27, I open Malaysian Council at 28. Within one year you clear all those debts. Uh, belum. Oh, That's why you need to listen. Dalam musim kedua, keep it coming, Rex to Riches. Kali ini kita bersama dengan seorang yang sangat muda dan pernah gagal dalam perniagaan dan kini kembali bertapak untuk mencapai matlamatnya dalam kehidupan bisnes kiranya. Dan uh, bila kita sebut tentang orang yang bermula sebagai seorang caterer dan kemudian kembali bekerja, kemudian kembali bertapak dengan uh, membuka restorannya sendiri, kita bersama dengan Hafiz Al-Khatib yang menjayakan Malayan Council. Dan uh, revenue yang awak telah pun uh, anggarkan atau ataupun awak raihkan mencecah lebih daripada jutaan dolar. Dan kita nak tahu tentang uh, jatuh bangun Hafiz dalam perniagaannya. Dan Hafiz, terima kasih kerana sudi bersama kami. Saya nak tanya, dulu sebelum buka bisnes Malayan Council ini, dulu Hafiz bekerja sebagai apa? Daripada muda lah, I start, hmm. I start daripada tolong abramaknya. Abramak hmm. saya jualan nasi padang. Oh, okey. Ya, jualan nasi padang dekat Bedok dulu. Oh, umur ya. berapa tu? Umur dalam 6 tahun, primary school, primary one, before. Oh, memang dah ada sibuk-sibuk yeah. kat dapur. Uh, kacau-kacau mak, uh. Uh, tolong gentil bagedil, <laughs> potong tempe untuk sambal goreng. So, you have always been in the kitchen? Lah. Yes. Do you kerja dalam bidang-bidang lain tak? Oh, ada macam-macam. Uh. So, basically, my O level, that time, I pernah jadi macam kerja this company called Chai Tiam Cleaner. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I dengan Chai Tiam, just kerja macam earn extra money income kan dengan Chai Tiam pernah kerja macam dengan DHL you know that kind of thing before I because I'm not sure what I actually want oh, okay. even though I start very early with the kitchen but I don't know right so after my O I graduated in my engineering hmm. I also tak tahu kenapa tapi it's engineering <laughs> yeah but I am where I am now so basically before my NS I was already working at Ritz Carlton so Ritz Carlton dalam kitchen then pelan-pelan ambil service Pasu learning the restaurant operation. Right from below. Right from below. It's it's always easy to work for somebody else, but you decided at a very young age that you want to do catering. But why? So when I was 18, I cakap, eh, I nak buka kedai. I nak buka kedai kedai makan. Tapi I don't know what I'm selling. That, but I know on 18, I want to do something on my own. So concept tu dah ada lah. The idea is there. Yeah. Okay. But then I tell myself, eh, in order to be a good leader or a good businessman, I need to be a good follower, I need to learn, I need to find a mentor, man. Hmm. You know? And I did. Siapa mentor you? Adalah seseorang insan, eh. He's holding a regional director position for a hotel, group of hotel now. I was under his... Care? Care lah. Okay. So I really learned a lot from him. I'm glad I met him. But you started catering, eh? you do not know what to do. You oh, want I to know. I was so naive. That time I was working with PS Cafe, actually. Oh okay. I was I was at Ritz Carlton Raffles Hotel. Then I was at PS Cafe. So PS Cafe, I can run the shift. I can lari-lari and do my own side. I did tell them that I'm doing this lah. Okay. I want to learn. Okay. Alright. So uh, I do catering in the morning. The past two I leave at the staff jaga. It lasted around three years actually. Oh my god, I was so naive. I thought I know everything. What went wrong? I think well, I mentioned I was young. I was think. 
I didn't give 100%. I still relying on my full-time salary with and when I was PS. So at first I put my heart and soul when I open, you know, but just throw in some investment, right? I think I my first investment was around 30,000 yang buka kedai macam itu, 30, 35. So after the three years it power up almost to 150,000 loss that I need to clear. Stress tak? Oh my. Okay. Wait, wait. When you say you lost 150,000, yeah. where was the hole that about to sink that ship? I think when I didn't give my heart and soul, I give responsibility to other people who doesn't share what I share. So these people are just getting salary. Mm. But what went wrong is I never give them instruction and vision and direction. You thought they would understand you. Mm. So I I can't blame them. I can't blame them. I blame myself. So the whole thing spiraled down. So yeah. now when the whole thing spiraled down three years later. You have 150,000 on your shoulder. Yeah, bad debts. Yeah. Tak boleh bayar supplier semua. Rabak lah. Rabak terkontang-kanting. <laughs> so who help you when 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 you are at that lowest point? I almost declare bankrupt. Okay. Almost. I, almost at okay. 27. Okay. Muda lah, bang. Yeah. So I told some of the supplier to uh, okay, I'm going to close down already my business lah. I said mm-hmm. bear with me ah. Give me some time to repay. So I I still with PS and gaji was okay. Okay. Really was good. I I'm holding quite a good position. So I get the bag. I slowly buy up. So then after this one year mark, 27, I open Malayan Council at 28. Within one year, you clear all those uh, debts. Belum. Oh, That's why you need to listen. Okay. <laughs> this is the story. So within one year. Yeah. When I one year, I didn't. I I think I managed to clear one debt probably. But that's still a lump sum. That's yeah. still a lot of money. Yeah lah. Pernah then, tak kerja? No, I work extra part-time lah, mana-mana lah semua. How many hours you put in per day just to settle off those debts? Kalau orang kira lah. 12 to 16 lah. I, I still manage to get around 6 to 4 hours of rest. I, I, I'm very, it's very important to me. I, I took my major degree when when I was working full-time. Hmm. So that point of time when I was schooling at 8, and then I work at Clark Key, there's this, uh, there's this restaurant, uh, a coffee coffee restaurant that I work uh, from 3 to 2 a.m. every day. Just to support my degree, so I, I I'm used to it, but it's worth it to me. The best part is when I learn and I do practical, I apply. Uh. Rather than some people academic but never practical, then when they come practical, then gabra. It was really challenging within that two years of that um, graduating, but I'm so glad that I went through that. It's a one-time go through. I won't go through that again. Yeah. So so see, uh, I am just uh. a bit puzzled. At 27, you lose 150. You tell them, hang on, I yeah. will pay you. But at 28, you open the first million council. Yeah. Dekat, dekat mana tu? Dekat Dallas Street. Okay. So, in order to set up that company, hmm. that cafe, you still need money to set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's money to set up, then there's utang to settle. So, how did you manage that funds? Interesting, right? Yes. All right. Very. Okay, so, basically, this 27, I still was working with PS Cafe at that point of time. Hmm. I decided to resign. When I decided to resign, I tell myself, okay, it's time, Hafiz. You got three years to hit it. My goal when I was younger, during my 20s, I, I, I tell myself that I I want to be a millionaire but before 30. Or just nice before 30. Sampai tak? Alhamdulillah, a month before. Oh, really? A month before. Okay, interesting. Tell me, tell me, tell me. How, right. how, so, it was in transition, kan? Utang, Malayan Council dekat Dunlop Street. Mm. How do you roll that money up and okay. pay debts? Alright, so basically I got around 150 on debts when I was yeah. around 27. I closed the company, but remember, I still got my assets. I still got my, um, um, I mean, fixed asset that mm. the equipment that I purchased during my first investment. So, I still got a payroll coming, right? Mm. I bank loan. Oh, okay, okay. I took personal bank loan. I took six different bank. How my much in total? 
180. Okay, that's not uh, much. It's around 30 though. each okay. bank because my like I mentioned, my gaji was quite off, and I I never declared bankrupt. I'm glad I didn't. I'm so glad you. I'm so glad you didn't either. <laughs> I'm glad. So I took and it's all approved because of I think my credit was strong. I, I never owe anything. Pay people what. on time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So all the bank approved very quick approved because it's personal. During that approval, I told myself half is. No, you got around hundred fifty to hundred eighty thousand. You know. Uh. Do you want? You need to be disciplined. You know. Jangan belanja. Yeah, because maaf lah kalau ada orang kena nanya cik ni kan terus dorang ke laut kan kadang. Betul. Kena macam mau pergi kasino ke mau pergi tu maaf lah. I told myself okay half is is time. So I clear my debts. So I was debt. Uh, I was debt. I still in debts around eighty. So 180, you clear 80, tinggal 100, so you run lain council. So that 100,000, I nak pergi buka dekat Arab Street semua. Tapi mahal sangat, Betul. jadi I tak boleh. So, I cari lah tempat yang dekat dengan masjid. Sebab uh, my first intention is that rest, rest cafe mesti ada tempat musola. Uh, okay. Tapi bila I realise, with my budget, tak ada tempat musola. Jadi I try to, eh, why do I tap near to a mosque? That's my whole idea. I need to get something near to a mosque. Kali kebetulan betul-betul satu tenant ni keluar dekat Dandap Street 22 tu. So I try. Masya Allah, it was a very bad situation. Very, very different. My kitchen item semua from old punya I bawa. Because I letak storage. Okay, I save. So you know when you come in, all the pallet, all the luar, kat luar kan ada dia punya outdoor semua pallet. Yes, yes, yes. I spent $3,000 on first-hand pallet. Why not second-hand? First-hand because cantik. Because I want to do that on a, I nak buat table and chairs. Yang you duduk tu semua, kita lah yang ketuk. It's very minimal reno. I, I spend around 16,000 je. Yeah, but I remember that concept until today. And kan? I miss that. Kan? Yeah. Because it's a lot of hard work and that one. I buffer the own wood. Oh my goodness. I can satu tempat tu berabuk dengan tu. Ya so Allah. how many hours do you put in to set that up? Around six weeks or one and a half month. So you mentioned just now when you talk about sacrifices, semua orang hilang. Who stayed? My family and loved ones lah. I think they are, they give me more support more lah. Mm-hmm. When I told my sister, Kak, I'm uh, example. I told my sister, Kak, I'm going to try my second second try. <laughs> Kau tak mau gila lah. <laughs> She's being a very comfortable teacher, you know, uh-huh. teaching all her life, you know. She said, "Kamu gila lah. Siapa nak pergi settle? Kamu punya nanti, kamu punya ni semua. If you feel again, tapi sister being sister, naik 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 naik. Lepas tu, bila I already got the key, ah, uh, they tap me." I already saved 30,000 just in case for you. Wow. But I never touched. <laughs> I never touched. Sejuk tak hati? They love me, they care. They they are not... They telling me what I should expect if I fail. But I'm sure they they want it to be successful. successful lah. So, I told her, uh, yeah, you can put that aside. I would rather you not letting me know because if not, I become complacent again. Like my first failed business. Without failing my first business, I can't be successful now. Mm. I learned a lot of blind spot on my first business. A lot. So how long did you run Dunlop Street before you realised you can expand bigger? Two years. 24 months. So you make money on the first 24 months? No. I lose, um, I only make money on the nine months. Eight oh. months I was suffering marketing. People don't know Malayan Council brand. Uh, but people start to patronise the place, can? Yeah. So what, after nine months is... What did you do right after nine months? I think people believe in the product, which I believe. Yeah. I'm trying to convey to them. It's so hard to penetrate the market, but a lot of consumers trust in my brand. The one, the, they help me social media, they help me posting, they help, they come again. I also believe the power of giving very much to the car. 
during that period during that period masa tengah rugi pun you tak give don't care i just believe in apa my arwah mum cakaplah i mean bless is always more in i mean the way that she put it lah just the barakah we need the barakah and the blessings as well so bila-bila rugi hmm. kan nak bayar pun tak cukup how did you tarik and derma every payment that people purchase ada keuntungannya okay oh, to okay. me okay but what i did is I give back the percentage on, you know, the cakes on some entries. In other words, also in apa-apa yang customer spend on the bill, so I actually diversify that to to help the orphanage ke atau okay. orang, you know, orang susah lah, anak yatim. Jadi yeah. you don't measure in totality lah. Maknanya bagi setiap meal tu, there will always be some profit and you tarik sikit, you tak kasih tarik sikit, so tarik sikit sikit lah. Yeah. Can I say Dunlop Street saved you? Dunlop. Street save me and also educate our Muslim consumer on a better dining experience, inshallah. Now, let's talk about Dunlop Street first, right? Okay. Can you describe your shining moments dekat Dunlop Street? Tak? Shining okay. tak shining sangat lah because that time a bit messy because I was take, I was the one who taking order, lepas taking order, lepas tu I buat air untuk orang tu, lepas tu I masuk kitchen. Lepas masuk kitchen, kalau I tak ada part time orang I, I tetap kena keluar hantar tu makanan je. So, shining tak shining lah. But it was fun lah. It's what I want to do. Let's talk about the from Dunlop Street. How did you expand? So um, I'm very practical. So basically, I need to know whether I don't always jump like that. Mm. I need to know what can happen. You know, you need to measures there. So basically, I checked after almost two years. I think I, I got my return back. Alhamdulillah. Within two years, I cleared the bank loan as well. Wow. Okay. Wow. Just so happy. I dengar yeah. dengar aja happy for you. So. Really. I got the bank loan and I got my ROI also. So it's time to make some real money. Okay. So, so it took me 24 months to be debt free. So once you are debt free, what was your next step? I make some money. Okay. So entrepreneurship for those who are planning to do it, in order to make money, you have to spend money. You need to burn. Yes, you need to burn, invest it. Yeah, but what should be the burn rate like? So probably I I've got a buffer I with an excess of four hundred thousand. I within use, two years excess of four hundred. Yeah, I got excess. Okay. So. Terung kan ni? Alhamdulillah lah. Yeah. Safe. I, I I got no time to spend. Okay. I was tw- seven days a week, twelve <laughs> hours a day. I really got no time to spend, and I don't take my salary. Oh okay. I don't take. Uh, I live with what I have, but I didn't spend all the four hundred. I spent three hundred thousand. On Bussara Street. So that was. And no loans. That was your next big move. Yeah. If it's lost, it's on me. I don't owe the bank. But when you look at Dunlop Street, right? Then you look at how different uh, Bussara is, right? Uh, why the change? I think Dunlop, banyak banyak orang my consumer cakap tempat dia terpencil, parking susah, it's too small. I can't I can't do large groups. Yeah, but it's squeezy, but yeah. it was very very sentimental kan. for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is actually. I don't want to let go of the place. And hopefully the landlord still allows me lah. But it's so different now. Dah tak sebiji, tak tak selively macam dulu because you diversify the brand to better mm. better venue. Mm. But still people like you, please I want to go your Dunlop still. Okay, please. Ada yang macam cakap Fiz, before we get married, kita kat sini say, you know that kind of thing, sekarang dah anak dua, anak tiga. Dia macam, I want to go where our first date is. Dia macam, wah, I feel so touched. I'm creating memories for people, which is, I'm so happy. I had good memories there. So, I'm just happy I get to meet the owner. So, how long have you served Bustra Street punya branch? Bustra turning five, five or six ya. 
the brain turning it. So in Bustra Street, right? So many things happen. What's the philosophy in business that you have now? Philosophy of the business, I think, for everyone should apply is about sustaining on the quality, oh, and okay. also retaining. Okay. And while creating new, of course, yeah. there are people you can't satisfy. Or I realize that you can't satisfy. Or I try, I try and try. At the end of the day, sometimes I work so hard. I just, but just because of one complaint, it can just demoralize me. Everything there, like, you know, I need. I need a few hours to absorb and digest and like Hafiz, you can do better. But you see, yeah. uh, Malayan Council in Bustra Street is very adventurous. They try so many fusion types mm. of food. Some goes well, some go like, shall I even try yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. What makes you think that the new recipe that you create will bring in the money? Oh, um, that, there's no formula on this. Okay. So um, I'm quite a risk, uh, I mean I risk take, but I always test water. Mm. I like to check the water how deep also. <laughs> yeah, so usually whenever a new menu is out, I always come up with specials. Ah. All right. I change menu every six months for my R&D. I won't put inside the menu unless consumer tell me how to improve or half is crap, this is nonsense. Uh, so you put it under special. I takkan pandai-pandai. Okay, now who yeah. does the R&D? You me. yourself me. or a group of uh, okay. chefs? We have four key personnel at the current moment. Last time it was only me, okay. but now I got four four key people who only in charge of my R&D. Ilham tu datang dari mana? Uh, travel. Okay. So in all honesty, travel, uh, uh, food channel, <laughs> Ramsey. Okay. You know, you know that can we, we try to merge, especially the the challenging part is macam merge with Melayu touch. Ah, okay. So how long does it take for you to try one recipe? Maknanya you nak bikin R&D, oh, ini salah, ini salah, ini betul. Ini okay, betul. for instance, my smoked duck lemak cili padi, I think it's one of the best seller. Okay. People love it so much. That dish, it was the only the 74 try that it become okay. 74 kali? Yeah. During me and that time, Cik Ma, which is still uh. with me, she's in charge of all the Melayu punya dish. Uh, kita try, habis kita tu lah. Strike one, strike two, strike three. It's a lot of hard work before we actually can create a good product. I think you are always on the move, always thinking, and you always seize opportunities. But seeing opportunities ni kan, peluang ni tak ramai dapat manfaatkan. Hmm. What did you see that people cannot see? So basically, once I get an uh, an offer, I will wait. I tak suka macam uh, nantilah, uh, itulah. Oh. Like for instance, Airport Jewel uh, invite me to come over. For instance, then I got some um, three three retail uh, three shopping mall in Orchard. Once our brand over, okay. But then I tell my team, my creative team, hey guys, come on, man, we can. Let us focus on Fullerton. Why? Boss, why? I I, I say I can't. I can't diversify. I, I risk. So when you said we are moving fast, I say no. I'm still very tactfully one. I don't dare to take risk that uh, you know. I want to do good, do it one time. So I always macam, dah okay, stable, I try. Okay, but you yeah. see, when you look into airport, then mm. you can imagine traffic. When you look into Orchard Road, you can imagine traffic. Mm. But why Fullerton? I love that area. Oh, really? I just love that prestige piece of land. Uh. Alright, uh, lots of memories. Uh, I mean, never work at there, I work at Ritz. Uh, but in all honesty also, if I go staycay with my family at Fullerton or Fullerton Bay, so hard to get a halal food. Ah, okay. I, so I put on my consumer base. Kebetulan Fullerton push us. We want a halal operator. It was a four months negotiation because okay. the rental is too high. I said I don't want at first. Okay. But then I think they negotiate and negotiate. I think comes to terms that okay, let's try. 
Yeah, same like Esplanade. They push. Uh, I mean, they invite us check our um, our deck. You know, we mm. need to ask when they ask for a deck, then we send. Then they, I think, okay, suitable. So they like your presentation. Yeah, right? something like that. So you see, a Fullerton, uh, then Esplanade, mm. then Busrah. They all carry different concepts. <laughs> now, why different concepts? It depends on people, the mood. Kalau don't nak pergi dating, I recommend Winstead or Esplanade. Kalau don't nak pergi group, I recommend Busora. It's very more funky, Busora or Dunlop. But if they're talking about business, I recommend them Esplanade or Winstead. You know, it depends on the situation, on the mood. For instance, macam you cakap, line menu, Esplanade menu is very, very European. So, if I'm my Busora chef go to Esplanade, terkia-kia dia. Oh, okay. Esplanade chef and Busora, different kind of forte. They are strong in different areas. Okay. Alright, for Esplanade, it's very strong in English. Yeah. For Busora Dandok, it's very, must be strong in Malay cuisine. You know, but of course, they must have background in hotels and good restaurants as well for them to merge this so idea. If, so, if you have a manpower crunch, mm. you cannot cross-pollinate those. Yeah. So, how do you o- overcome that crisis if you... Love your staff. Nah! <laughs> you do your best yeah. to maintain, to sustain them. I think, <laughs> yeah, that's the... the the thing that you need to lah. But of course, we recruit, you know, recruit, take care, yeah. At your lowest point, before I miss this, at your lowest point, I matter keluar tak? It's never easy lah. I mean, there's a point of time, you know, sometimes when you treat people so well, but there's a point of time, for instance, I'm, I'm telling be open, a weekend shift, my whole kitchen never turn up. Oh dear. Really? Hmm. It's a full house, 220 packs, you know why? I know. Because I go inside the kitchen. Yeah, that's because they have um, miscommunication between service and kitchen, and for instance, but you imagine if I have no background or what, what shall I do? I close the restaurant? No, you sing-sing lengan baju, you masa. Yeah, I hang baju, I pakai my chef jacket, I mula-mula I wax orang, pelang kabut kan, I tak tahu orang semua tak datang kan? Huru-hara tak during that time? Yeah, huru-hara, huru-hara, but at the end of the day, mula-mula second day, lepas tu, macam nothing happen. Boss, sorry lah, kita... Eh, macam, my HR uh, still with me now, uh-huh. very strong, strong hearted lady. <laughs> you, we gather some of the team, that one, all the current team, you need to come. What if they, it happened again? So, one month recover to get a new team back, one month I was there inside the kitchen. Rabak <laughs> juga. Yeah, it was, suddenly I changed uh, all my job scope. Mm, but I'm glad some of my good friends, they are good, good people working on top-notch restaurant. They came and helped. They came and helped. Uh, no. During that point, I mentioned back to your question, the cry, the tears, the everything. Yeah. You know, the balik, the konceng, the semua. But life must go, the show must go on. Yeah, I just keep going. There's a lot, that's, it, it, this is just one of the down, any business owner don't want to nampak tau. Orang yeah. nampak senang je. Yeah. Now, uh, five years from now, where is Hafiz? Okay. So at the current moment, um, I'm really looking at diversifying the brand, looking at the upgrown because social media is all changing now, TikTok and so on. I also need to follow the trend. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at diversifying lah, the whole structure of the company, educating the consumer on our brand as mm-hmm. a whole. So uh, I'm not sure if I'll be opening after Fullerton, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also not sure if I'll be closing some outlet on my strategy. Mm-hmm. Close and focus on a better venue, I'm not sure, but that's part of what we are looking through. Or maybe diversify into other restaurants, other cuisine by Malayan Council Group. So, but same motto, Malayan Council will be one of the best restaurants in Singapore. Lovely.
Yeah. Any plans for overseas? Yes, not at the moment, okay. but yes. So now, we are coming to an end of yeah. our conversation now. What kind of legacy that you want to leave behind? This is a very good question that I just discussed with someone very, very good yesterday because she asked me to write a book. <laughs> okay? Kebetulan lah eh. Alright, so I said, I just don't think I'm not ready yet. Kafis, you write the 30, how 32 ways to, you know, an example, 32 ways to be an entrepreneur, to be a successful businessman. So I'm just not ready. But you see, we don't want to be a person who just pass on. We're trying to create something for people who live among. But then again, it's not about how successful dunia we I want to be, you see. I just need to be balanced that people need to remember that kita semua ni sama. Kalau taklah pilihkan kita when dia kasih lebih pada you, jangan lupa untuk share. Kalau you tak share, you bongkak you apa-apa. Dia nak dia tarik nyawa you pun you dah tak ada. Dia nak ambil semua pun besok you dah tak ada apa-apa. Jadi adakah yeah. Hafiz percaya yang you you are where you are ni pertama atas rahmat dia tu sememangnya, atas doa ayah, atas doa keluarga dan sebagainya. Kesemuanya dan pelanggan. Maaf, bukan family is very important. Family, loved ones no if friends good ones stay by them please so you believe in the power of doa yes i do jadi apakah doa hafiz untuk budding aspiring entrepreneurs who wants to try tapi takut apa doa you untuk orang saya doa untuk orang eh my in all honesty kalau awak feel janganlah takut janganlah takut embrace it mempelajari daripada uh, kegagalan tu insyaallah Allah taala akan nampak awak punya usaha usaha dan Mungkin, mungkin. InsyaAllah dia akan tunaikan apa yang sebenarnya awak nak. Yeah. Uh, kami dalam kipit kami juga mendoakan yang terbaik untuk Hafiz. Saya sebagai pelanggan, saya minat sebab uh, orang yang masak untuk saya tu jujur. Delayan saya macam saya jiran sebelah macam dah besar. Saya tak kenal dia dulu. <tuh> Tapi bila bila as you grow kan, saya cakap, eh alamak, dia orang baik-baik. Hari ini, saya jumpa dengan tukang masak yang layan saya macam kawan jiran sebelah tu. And I'm so glad that you are here. My prayers are for you. Mudah-mudahan all the good things that you have done for people. Dan saya juga tahu dalam dalam diam, Hafiz juga menderma sebahagian daripada apa yang ada tu daripada pelanggan ni yeah. kepada orang lain. Jadi uh, jadi uh, pengantara those who help people to help other people without even them knowing it. Dan mudah-mudahan bila dah berjaya kita dapat bantu dapat bantu yang lain. Amin, insyaAllah. Kami ucapkan terima kasih kepada Hafiz Al-Hatib daripada Malayan Council. Mudah-mudahan apa yang dilakukan ini akan menjadi sebagai satu wadah untuk kita belajar. This is where we end for Keep It Coming, Rex to Riches. Thank you for being with us. Tune in to Rex to Riches on YouTube and Spotify. Keep It Coming SG.